Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into Star Radio. You're on 910 AM Superstation. I'm Henry Payne, auto columnist for Detroit News. And uh, continuing with our racing theme this show, we got lots more good stuff for you uh, uh, this second hour. I'm going to uh, introduce for you a number of tapes uh, that I've done on the road. Uh, we'll leave the show with Scott McLaughlin. Uh, one of the, uh, Team Penske's IndyCar stars. Uh, I talked with him down at the Detroit Auto Show. Uh, I'm also going to be talking to Dane uh, Cameron, who is a driver with Team Penske's Porsche 963 program. I was talking to Stephen Cole Smith there the last, last of the uh, first hour about this juggernaut team uh, that Porsche and Penske have put together uh, for the coming race season. An all-new car with uh, hybrid power, um, uh, with a, a hybrid uh, uh, battery and electric motor married to a twin-turbo V8, v- very potent com- combination with the history of Penske and Porsche. Don't bet against them in the coming year in endurance racing. Dean Cameron, I'll be talking with him uh, about what it's like to race uh, for that team. And I'll also be talking with uh, Tim Puente uh, on a non-racing uh, subject, uh, the new Jeep Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer L that I just recently uh, tested. Uh, fantastic vehicle. Uh, this is coming into the very top of the lineup uh, with Jeep um, and going against uh, stalwarts like the uh, Chevy Tahoe and uh, Ford Navigator uh, in the big SUV segment. So really, a really interesting interview coming with Tim Fuente. But let's uh, start the hour here with uh, my interview with Scott McLaughlin, at the recent Detroit Auto Show. All right, this is Henry Payne with 910 AM, the Superstation, down at the Detroit Auto Show during uh, Public Week. Uh, great place to be. Come on down, check out the show. Got all, all the latest stuff from the uh, the Big Three. And uh, speaking of the Big Three, we got Scott McLaughlin re- with us, uh, who's with the Chevy Penske team. Scott, how are you? Good. How are you? Great to uh, have you down here. Putting a little international into the North American International Auto Show. We don't have a lot of international uh, automakers here with the show this year, but uh, you're here all the way from uh, Hamilton, New Zealand, yeah. checking out the Detroit show uh, for the first time. What, what do you think? Oh, it's, it's incredible. I mean, I've been used to some stuff over down under, you know, with the auto shows down there, which are similar size, but, you know, this is this is big. Obviously, you've seen the new EV technology from Chevy and, and um, all the brands from 
that matter. It's pretty impressive. You can see where the world's going in the next few years, which is important. And, uh, you know, to see this firsthand is, is great. But, um, yeah, I don't spend enough time here in Detroit. You know, it's Roger Penske's hometown, obviously, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here enough. Yeah. Well, we look forward to seeing uh, more of you next year as the Grand Prix comes downtown. And that, that's why you're here, to promote uh, next year's Detroit Grand Prix. We're at the Detroit uh, Grand Prix stand here uh, out in the lobby of, the, of Huntington Place uh, down, down here. And you've got uh, you've, you've taken a lap around the track. Uh, your first impressions are good. Yeah, look, I think it's on paper. You look at it and it's like, oh, that's, that's a little boring. But then you get out on track and you see, like, you know, how wide it is. You see, you know, the character and the, and, and, and the, the, the monuments that we go past, the Renaissance Center and, and stuff like that. It's going to be a really cool race. I think it's going to be a very unique race. I think uh, it's going to have a lot of buzz about it. You know, 55% of the, the track is free for people. So I think it's not only going to be great for IndyCar, but I think it's going to be great for Detroit. Um, so I, I'm really, really excited to be a part of it. And, you know, having Chevy be a part of it and supporting it, you know, obviously in the Motor City, it's, it's a big deal. So, it, But we love we love Belle Isle. We did, and it was a lot of fun. But at the same time, it was time to move on. And, and I think this is a great place to do it downtown to Detroit. It's going to create a lot of buzz, and I'm excited to be a part of it. Yeah, it's different. It's fresh. Uh, I mean, coming from the uh, from the Aussie Supercar Series, I, I assume you guys were doing street courses. Yeah. Uh, does it uh, remind you of anything back home? Uh, it's hard to say. There's a place called Homebush. Uh, it, it, we used to go around the uh, Olympic Stadium in Sydney. Um, that, they're very similar, very, like, you know, sort of 90-degree sort of hairpin turns. Um, you know, lots of passing opportunities. A little bit of gradient as well that, that you know, you sort of went up and down a little bit. Um, you know, undulation. So it's, it's, uh, it's got a lot of character, and I think that's exactly what we need on a street circuit, especially in the IndyCar series. It's going to be there's some sparks flying, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm, uh, and I'm always intrigued, too, just about uh, the nexus here, not only between the Grand Prix and the Detroit Auto Show, but, but the manufacturers. I mean, you're, you're racing an IndyCar uh, tremendous uh, series, I, I think the best open-wheel racing in the world, uh, but, but, but you're also representing uh, Roger Penske, who's a lo- local corporation here. You're representing uh, Chevrolet. You have Chevrolet engines behind you competing against uh, Honda. Uh, what do you think about that part of your job as being a brand representative? Yeah, look, I think the last few years of my job in Australia, you know, I represented a manufacturer there and then coming here to be a Chevy driver, it was, um, you know, it's been, a, it's been an awesome, uh, you know, introduction into, you know, what is probably Chevy's, one of the, like you said, the big three, you know, it's part of the, part of that whole thing. So seeing that firsthand and, and being a part of that family is pretty cool and seeing what, you know, what resources they put behind being fast on the racetrack, but not only being fast, but learning what they need to do for their road cars is pretty important. awesome to see firsthand. Um, Roger asks a lot of us, you know, we promote the sport, we promote his brands, we promote, you know, his town, um, and, and but that's that's part of being a Penske driver. I wouldn't want to drive for anyone else. So he's a he's a he's a top notch guy and, and someone that's um, yeah, for what he's achieved in, in sport and uh, in business, he's very down to earth and, and just a really nice guy. Yeah, I mean he's very much a part of this town. Uh, very humble man. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah you, you, he's got a Midwest qualities to him. Yeah. I mean, you, you've spent a lot of time uh, in the Midwest. Uh, are you living in Indianapolis? Uh, I'm living in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. But um, we are sort of thinking about moving to Indianapolis. Just for it, a lot of our races are around there. Um, I can, you know, I mean, if I want to, I can drive to Detroit quite easily. I can drive to St. Louis. I can drive Barber to one of our races in Alabama. Um, you know, it, it's a bit of a central point for us. Um, so there's there's a bit of consideration there from me and my wife. But the only thing that I struggle with is actually the cold. <laughs> so it's a little bit colder in Indianapolis, like kind of like Detroit. Uh, not maybe not like Detroit, but it, it's uh, yeah something that I'm not used to. So that, that that takes a little bit of get 
used to. That's why a lot of people are moving to North Carolina in this country, not, not just you. Um, so, uh, you know, we're, we're at this show, first Detroit show. You, you mentioned that uh, Melbourne's got a big show in Australia. Uh, compare the U.S. auto culture to the Australian auto culture. I mean, both both fanatical about auto racing, but uh, how are they similar? How are they different? Oh, look, I think Australia's taken a little bit more of a back seat the last few years because they have ceased a lot of their operations there. Um, so they're importing a lot of their cars now instead of manufacturing them. Um, so a lot of their plants have closed down. So the, the, the ultimate automotive landscape has changed a bit. It's still very popular. It's still um, a big deal, but there's a lot more imports coming in now where you have your Mustangs or you have your Silverados, you have your Camaros, you know, Corvettes, whatever. Um, you know, they're something that wasn't available before uh, because we had our Holdens. I don't know if you know the Holden and Ford, and you know, but they all were basically specific cars for the Australian market. Yeah, you had Ford Falcon over there, you had the Holden, Holden Commodore. Yeah, exactly. And so now that they're not built, we're getting a lot of the, you know, the, the American type stuff now rolling into the uh, into the market, which you know, I think it's good for continuity and, and good for, you know, the, the country and down under moving forward just to, you know, get up with the times and move with the world and, you know, get to cars that are available all over the world now instead of just being stuck in their own little bubble. But, um, yeah, it's 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 a different, definitely a different landscape. It's cool to be in the Motor City. Like, uh, like this is obviously the birthplace of many things. And, uh, you know, to be here and, and to be representing Chevy is pretty cool. Yeah. Growing up, were you a V8 guy? I mean, uh, you know, America... Uh, you know, you know, you go to you go to Europe. There aren't a lot of V8s there, but I go to Australia, and uh, there, there's a, there's a V8 vibe there, just like there is in the United States. Because, like you say, the the Detroit Three have been in Australia for a long time. Yeah. Did you when you were growing up, growing up as a as a kid? Yeah. Did you crave V8s? Oh yeah. I mean, uh, it's hard not to because over there the sport is the national sport for motor racing is the V8 supercars. So and that's what I raced in down there, and um, so I grew up idolizing just V8 supercars and being a V8 and my dad had V8 and, and my mum had a V8 like everyone did so it's definitely like the landscape's changing as the world is but uh, you know my heart's always with like the V8 or um, and, and the old you know the old Holden Commodores or the HSV which is the Holden Special Vehicles which is their, their top of the line brand which is which is an awesome awesome piece of machinery those cars yeah. the, uh, we were hanging out on the auto show going through the Chevy display uh, yeah, a lot of, lot of muscle there both electric and uh, uh, and internal combustion. Uh, we stopped by the uh, Chevrolet Corvette Z06 exhibit. Um, that's a car I think that you can win next year if you win the Indy 500. That's right. You know, every year someone wins the Indy 500, they get the the Chevy Pace car, the Z06, and uh, you know, or the Z, yeah, whatever. And it's uh, it's um, yeah, very something that I'd want to put my hands on. Uh, apparently, it doesn't come with the lights and stuff, but you can get them retrofitted. I'll be doing that if I win it, because I want to have the lights and everything go around town and yeah have the sirens and everything going <laughs> and, I, and i think later today you get your first you get to drive it for the yeah. first time you guys are going out to milford uh, uh preparing for the charity event here uh next year and i and i think you're you're going to be uh one of the one of the auction items yeah i'm, I'm taking uh uh multimatics actually bought this through the the grand premiere um so obviously going to a really good cause and you know it was awesome to you know be able to come here and do that and to drive a 2023 you know zs6 is pretty awesome 
Um, so, yeah, might, might get a little taste of what maybe I might own one day. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a great afternoon. That's, a, that's an awesome track out there at Milford, a uh, great place to uh, test the Z06 for the first time. So, um, uh, Scott, you, you, you had a tremendous year this year, uh, breakthrough year, but uh, you're rookie of the year last year coming over here to the United States for the first time. Uh, that had to be a, a big adjustment for you coming from uh, GT cars going to, to uh, uh, Formula cars. But my kids and I watched you on Twitch before you ever, you know, during the COVID season, we watched you. You were so good on Twitch. Uh, did, did, did you find that that uh, helped expand your your uh, your fan base coming into the US? Yeah, it was interesting. You know, I did the IndyCar Challenge and, uh, and, and yeah, broadcasted on Twitch. That's what we did. And I can... Uh, I don't, I don't stream anymore, but it was a good way, yeah, for, for Americans to sort of understand who I was and get to know me. I mean, a lot more people sort of know who I am now after winning here, but, like, certainly just to get an introduction to people, you know, know who my personality is and stuff, was a, that was a big thing. Um, but, like, moving to America, you know, I probably picked the worst time to do that. Like, it was just, like, the COVID and, um, I mean, there was elections going on, there was stuff going on everywhere. Um, you know, but I'm so happy I'm here. You know, it, this is the big leagues for me, and, and I've always wanted to be here. Ever since I was a kid, you know, I've just grown up idolizing America and wanted to be a supercar driver first, and I did what I, I wanted to achieve there. I won a championship, and I won, you know, I won a, the Bathurst 1000, which is our Indianapolis 500, for instance, and then, you know, the opportunity to come here to drive for Roger Penske is pretty pretty awesome, especially in this IndyCar team, you know, and, and uh, yeah, to be a part of this, to race in all different cities, Detroit, you know, we go to Toronto, we go, you know, everywhere. It's pretty awesome, and um, yeah, it's definitely a dream come true. Yeah, yeah there's, you know, we're talking about the, the V8s and the, the sort of the Detroit connection between uh, the United States and Australia. There, there does seem to be an attraction here. We, Scott Dixon, obviously, uh, enormously successful in this market. As a New Zealander, you're following in his uh, in, uh, footsteps. Uh, a lot of times, uh, American drivers, you hear them talking about going to Europe, or going to F1. In, in Australia, New Zealand, is there a lot as, as much talk about coming to North America as there is about Europe? Look, I think it's, it's split pretty well um, about people wanting to go to F1 or something, but I definitely think the last few years seeing the 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 you know how intense and and good the competition is in the IndyCar um you know I think that's that's what's you know excited everyone down under and I think there's a lot of Kiwi drivers a lot of Aussie drivers that are now switching their focus if they want to go to open wheelers or be in America switching to IndyCar um you know I think it's 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 such a great format of racing I think the country itself is awesome you know it's, it's really cool to be here it's not too much different to Australia and New Zealand you know America is very similar the culture wise and you know it's a big shift going to Europe you know I went to Europe for Christmas last year and it was just it was it's a different world there you know and um, you know being here in America even my wife said when she moved to Australia she really felt like it was very similar to Australia, to, to America it was easy to fit in and, and I found the same way going going back the other way yeah. well it's great having you here congratulations on a great season and uh, look forward to seeing you here at the Grand Prix next year yeah absolutely can't wait so thank you did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. 
You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com. Get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Mike Z for more information at 248-357-4566. 248-357-4566. Or email at M-I-K-E-Z at the wordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need The Word Network. 9 a.m. Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 200 spots for $500, but they must air with a 30-day policy. That is only $2.50 per spot, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Mike Z at 248-357-4566, 248-357-4566, or email at M-I-K-E-Z at the wordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. All right, this is Henry Payne with 9, 9 10 a.m. Superstation out in Bozeman, Montana. Having a good day at the office, uh, driving around the all-new Grand Wagoneer and Wagoneer from Jeep. Uh, in particular, the Wagoneer, um, which is uh, goes up against Chevy, the Chevy Tahoe, the Chevy Suburban. Uh, the Grand then goes for a bigger fish like the Cadillac Escalade and the Lincoln Navigator. I'm joined by Tim Puente, who's the uh, chief engineer for Wagoneer and the Grand Wagoneer. Tim, how are you? Great. It's great to be here with you, Henry, and I'm glad you were able to come out to see uh, what these two exciting products offer. Yeah, they're uh, they're pretty cool and, and uh, kind of a long time uh, coming from Jeep. This this uh, this segment makes a lot of money for Ford and for uh, General Motors. I know you guys are excited to be uh, in this segment with this Jeep. Uh, just uh, talk about it from the ground up. You introduced it actually in 2022, and and uh, we got news for 2023 with the new Hurricane engine. We want to get to, but uh, uh, just talk about the car's bones and uh, how you guys go about building it. Sure, sure, Henley. So so the bones of this vehicle are 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 fabulous and it really starts with the bones of the vehicle and setting the architecture up um, in the adequate way that that allows us to provide so much performance uh, in capability to the customer for instance uh, the driving the dynamics and the handling of this vehicle 
are, are significantly above what you can what you can get in the marketplace, and that is really due to again the teams. Uh, the team's ability to set the architecture up right, and then when we tune the vehicle, um, it gives you that smooth ride, that smooth comfort ride. And then, and then when we took it to the next notch of introducing the long wheelbase, with the added weight uh, and length of the vehicle, we went in and retuned the suspension, uh, provided a different uh, steering ratio which still gives you that nimbleness of, of the vehicle and still uh, upholds that, that the dynamics that this vehicle holds above, above again, what you can, you can purchase in the marketplace. Yes, it's pretty impressive for a big thing. Uh, you know, it's based on a truck chassis, based on similar chassis that the, the Ram truck has. And it's just remarkable how nimble these things are. I, I, I suspect this is approaching 6,000 pounds. Uh, what do you do to a suspension on a ladder frame truck that makes it so good? I, uh, air suspension, is that standard? So air suspension is standard on the Grand Wagoneer. But maybe to get back to the basics of your, your question of how do you deliver this performance in a vehicle of this size and again it it starts with the basic bones of the vehicle what do i mean by that basic bones in the way that we set up the geometry of the suspensions of the suspension the the arms in the suspension the links um, all of that played a significant role uh, in us being able to deliver a product like this the other the other element of the design and the you know the basics of getting the architecture right is getting close to a 50-50 split between the weight front to rear. And so with all of these different uh, architecture uh, design plays we made up front in the vehicle design allowed us again to, to make those small tuning adjustments at the end of the project that really deliver a vehicle that that really exceeded many expectations of its uh, ride and handling characteristics for a large UV. I, I think th uh, uh, folks, uh, you know, that, that, that suspension uh, pays dividends inside as well. You guys have an independent rear uh, suspension, which is a big deal for, for a big guy like me back in the third row. You know, if, you, if you've got six passengers, uh, a lot of times your knees are up in your teeth uh, if you're in a uh, uh, one of these uh, big truck-based vehicles. But, but you guys get more well space because of the IRS suspension, and as a result, you guys got a pretty impressive third, third row room. It, it absolutely allowed us to do that. Again, once you set those basic bones of the vehicle up appropriately, as you mentioned, we were able to deliver a flat load floor back there. So when you push all the seats down, um, you get nearly a flat load floor when you want to load your cargo back there. But also, as you mentioned, allows you to, to provide that uh, leg room. And of course, the headroom because it allows you know the roof to the floor allows a very comfortable ride in, in the back of that vehicle. And, and then, having given all that room to folks in the third row, if you get into the regular uh, 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 wagoneer, you may say, "Well, you know, it kind of compromises cargo space." That's why you bring out this L version, this this elongated version. You've you've increased it a, at a foot, and you got a lot of cargo space now behind all three rows. That's correct, right? All of the 12 inches is behind that third row so no comfort loss on that third row occupant same level of comfort back there and now you have an additional 12 inches of cargo capacity and and i was mentioned before it's just not about cargo capacity it's really delivering to the customer the ability to use it in a very efficient way and i'd say there's really three things that really 
provide that efficiency and, and, and use of that. One is the load floor, flat load floor. You put the seats down, very easy to load things in. Second would be is the cargo management system that we placed in the long wheelbase. So there are these rails on the bottom of the floor and have your cargo loops allow you to uh, move back and forth, up and down. So it kind of gives you a way of... Uh, um, you know, giving you flexibility in how you want to uh, tighten things down to the floor. Um, the last thing is you'll notice is what we call the liftover height. So distance from the ground up to that that you know that that entry point uh, is best in class for this vehicle too. So it's very it makes it very easy to use everything and load uh, cargo in the back. Do you guys, when you set out to develop a vehicle, do you do you, do you, do you set those targets? Do you say we want to be best in class, uh, for example, in the in, in the cargo load? Do you, do you want to be best in class and interior, uh, and and then uh, um, uh, and then you then you then you that's a real priority is to meet to meet those targets. You're absolutely right, Henry. And, and what it really boils down to is providing value to the customer. And so when we set those targets, we set them strategically to provide that value. What's most important to the to the customer? And in this case, uh, the cargo. Um, and the space is, is so important for, for these customers who are purchasing these products. So we make sure that we set our targets appropriately and then deliver to them so the customer in the end is, is the happiest person when they, when they purchase one of these vehicles. Yeah, I mean, it makes good headlines for us journalists. But, uh, but yeah, when folks walk into the, into the showroom, that's, that's got to matter that uh, the salesman has these specs that right away he can say uh, biggest in class here, uh, most capable in class over here. The, the, uh, the other big news for 2023, in addition to the, to the long version of the Wagoneer and the Grand Wagoneer, is an all-new engine. Uh, we've, we've had V8s. I, I love V8s. I'm a big V8 guy. I love muscle cars and and uh, from from Dodge and and uh, Ford and those guys. And traditionally, there have been V8s in this class. You guys are are evolving there and and going to a twin turbo inline six. Correct. So we've transitioned uh, into 2023 model year to provide to provide really two elements of improvements. One is efficiency, efficiency in the way of fuel economy and CO2, and the second would be performance. Um, taking what was already something that was great class leading and getting it into providing even more horsepower with the Hurricane Turbo 510 and providing uh, that extra boost for the customer. So to me, it's 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 quite amazing of, of being able to deliver these two things to the customer. And again, efficiency, improvement in fuel economy, reduction in CO2, and at the same time giving them some more horsepower and torque for both of these engines. I don't imagine your customers uh, care much about CO2. That's it's, uh, probably a government target that you guys are hitting. But when you when you get into focus groups with folks and V8, you know the V8 says something, right? I mean, with a big vehicle and with a lot of torque, uh, are they impressed by it, or do they, they even tell? Can they even tell the difference between a twin turbo inline six and a, and an old fashioned V8? So even today, as 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 people have uh, walked out of these vehicles. My answer to that is overwhelmingly yes. Today, as 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 some of uh, your counterparts have talked about the um, their experience in driving these vehicles, uh, has been overwhelming positive. As wow, this this Hurricane 510, I was driving on the highway 75 miles an hour, and I, I was still able to to uh, to engage it and, and accelerate past other vehicles and, and the feel and the performance level of that was was unbelievable and it, it was some, you know something extra we we provide with these hurricane line of engines yeah. so. 
The, the, the other thing that uh, I think people have always appreciated about Jeeps is the Uconnect system. Uh, this is Uconnect 5, uh, the, the most recent version of that system. It's very, very good. But, uh, you know, that detail, I think, um, is, is, is also particular to Jeep. I mean, you walk around this vehicle, it, it obviously goes to a whole other level with the Grand. But just little things, like there's an American flag uh, on the flanks of the vehicle. Uh, the Uconnect I spoke about uh, is really good. As an, is, is that an engineering thing, or is that a holistic Jeep brand thing? When you guys go to a model, we want to give customers a little extra with detail. So working backwards into the original Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer, there's this nostalgia that comes along with the vehicle. And this vehicle, you know, being born uh, in the United States here in North America, so Thinking about that and now transitioning to years later, because the last one going out of production in 1991, and then needing to deliver something that has that nostalgic appeal um, drives us into all of that attention to detail in this segment. The American flag that flies on the door, the the plaque that's actually under hood that, that says where it's made, it's made and it's assembled in Warren, Michigan. It's that pride that that's that you can see in the product that we're delivering it's attention to detail it's the pride and it's knowing that that exit model we had to do something special to bring it back and that really drives us within especially the technical team of of delivering what you see outside here yeah, it's great history. Great, great to have the Wagoneer uh, back in the market, and great to have a long version of the Wagoneer. Tim Puente, Chief Engineer for the Jeep uh, Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. If you've been injured in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, the insurance companies never want to pay. Hello? Listen, David, I'm telling you, we won't pay. No, I'm looking at the case right now, and you will pay. No, we won't. I'm absolutely no, positive we won't. that you will pay. No. Okay, that's it. No. When the insurance companies say they won't pay, I will make them pay you. Get the money you deserve at GetDavidGetPaid.com. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. 63. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials, 
And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. I grow up, I want to be a fancy when I grow up, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny port. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a. I want to be a. Oh, I, want I want to be. I want to be. I want to be. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. All right, this is Henry Payne down at uh, Daytona Motor Motor Speedway. Great place to be on a Friday afternoon, and we're testing the uh, all-new Porsche 963 hybrid GTP car. It's going to debut here at the 24 Hours of Daytona in January. We're joined by Dane Cameron, who is one of the uh, drivers of this uh, machine. Dane, how are you? Not too bad. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great to uh, see you down here. It's, it's a pretty exciting moment, isn't it? First, uh, first time the car is te- uh, tested at Daytona, uh, looking ahead to next year's 24-hour. Yeah, certainly a significant test for us. Obviously, uh, Daytona is one of the marquee events in uh, in sports car racing, so it's uh, 
you know, it's kind of the Super Bowl race for, for the IMSA calendar, so uh, probably the highest priority. It's also one of the most difficult being that it's 24-hour race, and it's also the very first race. So this car's first, you know, official race appearance is going to be a 24-hour event at the, the most important race to everybody. So certainly tough, so it's uh, it's good to be here now and, uh, you know, kind of see how the car gets on with it. And we're still in the, uh, you know, development phases of this project. But, um, yeah, we'll see, see how it goes. Yeah, and, and it's really, uh, you, you've been around motor racing a long time. Uh, this this seems like a very, uh, a very uh, compressed uh, development cycle. You got multiple teams uh, racing a spec car, uh, as you say, trying to get this ready for a 24-hour race. Is this different than anything else you've been involved in? Uh, in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. And um, you know, a lot of a lot of ways, it's very similar. What makes this unique now is it's a uh, you know hybrid car, which is very unique and brings with it its own set of challenges and it's kind of new to, to quite a lot of us new to me first time in a, in a hybrid motorsport car so trying to figure all that out um, but yeah in, in today's motorsport world of you know these sort of more spec and more homologated cars you know they're a little more frozen in their, their development so um, a lot of work is done in the background now in simulator computer wise and when the car is sort of born it's most of the way finished and you're just kind of fine-tuning uh, but it also being that once the car is done and, and what we call homologated, which you know basically means it's sealed in a, in a way, you need to get it right. You know, so there's a lot of pressure on the front side of the project to make sure that you have a very very quick race car and you're and you're happy with what you produce because uh, once that sort of stamp is on the car, it's quite difficult to undo some of those things. So you need to get it right right from the get go. And um, yeah, the hybrid component, even though that spec um, you know provides a quite a big set of challenges to the to the staff. Yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, suppliers involved uh, putting this thing together. You're, you're coming out of uh, current DPI racing. You and Felipe Nasser, the two uh, sports guy, sports car guys, coming into this uh, program. Uh, Felipe from um, uh, was racing Cadillac. You're racing Acura. Uh, how, dis- how different is it coming in with uh, Penske Motorsport? Uh, I've had a stint with Penske before in the Acura program, so uh, very familiar in a lot of the surroundings, so a lot of familiar faces from uh, our time there in that campaign, so that's fun. Um, but yeah, it's uh, for Felipe and I, we bring kind of the, the pro- little bit more of the prototype experience, even though we're new to the Porsche family. Um, but again, this is a different project, a different rule set, different category. Um, you know, the, the targets for regulations are quite a bit different now. Uh, you know, the weight of the cars has gone up, the power of the cars has gone up, uh, but the downforce levels have gone down. So it's a little bit different way it produces lot times compared to the, the very high downforce DPI cars. Um, but still a good car to drive, and, and we're learning more about it all the time. Yeah, I know. I, I forgot that, that you were with uh, Penske Acura. So you've been in the Penske bubble uh, before. You're a American boy, a California boy, I think. Um, what's it mean to race for uh, Roger Penske? Uh, it's quite an honor to, to, to drive for Roger. Um, I was very happy, very proud to race for him before, to win races, win a championship for him before. It's something I think everybody you know desires to achieve when you're younger. Uh, and it's really special to be back for a second stint, to be asked to come back and, and join the program. And um, quite an honor to, to join Porsche, who I have a lot of respect for you know, in their motorsport heritage. So um, for me, that kind of marriage was, was really perfect and was something I really wanted to be involved in. So, yeah, it's great to be back. Uh, Roger's actually here at the test, so he's, um, you know, if anyone has ever crossed paths with him before, you know, his, his level of dedication to anything he puts his name onto. So he's been popping up to a bunch of tests and checking in on us and making sure we have everything we need and everything's going the right way.
Yeah, he must be in the air all the time. It's it's amazing uh, how he keeps track of all his properties. But uh, racing is clearly a passion for him. It's at the core of his company and what what drives him. Uh, that must be inspiring to uh, to to see to see him so involved. No, oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's really impressive. Just as you say, how he keeps everything straight in the day, as many different directions as he's getting pulled. But uh, at the end of the day, yeah, the, the motorsport is really kind of the the main pillar of, of what he does and and you know drives everything forward. So uh, it's really great to see his passion for everything that we do and his support for sure. So it's a, it's a pleasure. Our listeners, I think, can hear in the background uh, the V8 uh, fired up on this uh, 963, and um, so uh, uh, we're getting ready to go out to, on on track and test. Um, uh, the the big goal here is Daytona 24-hour, Le Mans 24-hour. You're going to be involved in in, bo- in both races. I'd like to think so. We'll see. Uh, we're still kind of shaking through all the the um, the driver programs and pairings and uh, where everybody's going to go. But uh, yeah, I'm hoping to uh, to drive the car as much as I can next year. I'm getting a signal here from Frank. We have 10 minutes uh, with Roger. Oh, inside the okay. Well, good. We'll uh, we'll get a little time with Roger Pensker here in a minute. Uh, but uh, sticking here with uh, Dane Cameron, always good to talk to uh, Roger. Uh, uh, Dane, you've uh, just talk about the uh, the process of coming in um, with the uh, with with this car. How much time uh, do you spend this in the simulator? Uh, talk us through the development process a little bit. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty intensive. We've done quite a lot of track running all around the world. Uh, trying to tick off as many race tracks as we can, you know, get different exposure. Every different track poses a different challenge. Simulators are quite predominant. Uh, so Porsche has quite a quite a high-end one in Germany that we've been using to develop the car. So before and after the test, we use a simulator. Um, you know, on-track running, there's no substitute for that. So um, yeah, it's 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 pretty intensive for sure. We're trying to cover quite a lot of ground in a short amount of time. Dane, great talking with you, and uh, good luck at Daytona. Yep, thanks so much. All right, this is Henry Payne with 910 AM radio out at the Ford Proving Grounds. And uh, got a pretty awesome uh, vehicle for you here today, uh, sitting down with Tony Greco, who is the program manager for the Ford F-150 Raptor R. Tony, uh, pretty exciting to see this beast. Yeah, we're pretty excited to... um to uh, reveal it. Uh, it's uh, been a few years in the making, and we're super excited to finally get this thing into production. Uh, everyone knows the legend of Raptor. I mean, this is the first super truck. Uh, you guys established the segment. Uh, but there's always been these whispers from guys uh, since the Generation 2 model came out, and they missed their first-gen V8. A lot of guys... Uh, held on to their Gen 1s, didn't go Gen 2, didn't want a Turbo 6. They want a V8. Uh, there got to be a lot of happy uh, Gen 1 owners to see this thing coming out. Um, yeah, so uh, I've been uh, been doing uh, interviews uh, all day, and I kind of have said, you know, customers, some customers have been very subtle about asking us about when a V8 would come back, and some have been very blunt about it. Um, and, you know, when we migrated away from the uh, V8 engines in the Gen 1 and we went to the EcoBoost in Gen 2, that was really a, 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 a good decision because while it wasn't a V8, it was a very capable V6 with a lot more horsepower and torque than we were leaving the two uh, 5.4, 6.2 V8s behind in Gen 1. So it was the right decision at the time. You know, that said, we've always had customers that have always asked. Um, 
And we've made a very capable truck, both in Gen 2 and in Gen 3 with the V6. It's a well-balanced truck. But this, this Raptor R really speaks to that small number of customers that are looking for the ultimate performance off-road. Um, and this, this Raptor R, um, you know, it, it's, it's come to be over the last couple of years. We've put it on a fantastic chassis that we developed, um, you know, and launched last year in the Gen 3. And we're super excited about what this, uh, what this Raptor R can do off-road. Yeah. Well, and, and, and you got other competitors coming in, right? I mean, people figured out this is a viable segment. And if you've got 100 grand to spend, you're going to spend it on a Lamborghini. You're going to spend it on a, on a truck that has so much more bandwidth uh, that can carry, you know, uh, four big-sized people, can tow, all of that. So you've had other competitors that come into this segment. Is there, is there a feeling, too, that with the R, you've you kind of taken the segment to another level? Well, I, I guess in, in a way, right, it's, you know, you, you look at it and the segment is growing. Um, there's a, there seems to be a, a shift in the, in the industry to go more towards the off-road. Um, you know, when, when you see competitors come into the space, a space that I think we, we played a big role in establishing over a decade ago, um, you know, makes us feel, you know, quite good about the fact that, you know, we, uh, we helped create that space. We, we were kind of the, the first to kind of establish it. But in the end, right, it's also very much about Raptor. Um, estab- you know, the brand is pretty well established now. The expectation from the customer is pretty well understood. Um, and just getting better and learning and listening um, are all the things that kind of make Raptor what it is. And, you know, this is, and I, and I talked about it today, is that, like, the Raptor R is just the, you know, the current spot where we are in the journey. But honestly, the journey started over a decade ago. The, 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 the competitive landscape will continue to grow, I'm assuming. Um, but we, we focus on us. We focus on the things that we have from day one, winning in, in, in the dirt. That's where we want to win. If you've been um, injured in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, the insurance companies never want to pay. Hello. Listen, David, I'm telling you. We won't pay. No, I'm looking at the case right now, and you will pay. No, we won't. I'm absolutely no, positive we won't. that you will pay. No. Okay, that's it. No. When the insurance companies say they won't pay, I will make them pay you. Get the money you deserve at GetDavidGetPaid.com. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables 
collectibles adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Mike Z for more information at 248-357-4566. 248-357-4566 or email at M-I-K-E-Z at the wordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. We focus on the things that we have from day one, winning in, in, in the dirt. That's where we want to win. Um, and, and the Raptor R will will go a long way in, in showing what what a, a truck that has a, a well-designed suspension, well-designed chassis, coupled with lots and lots and lots of power, and how fun that product can really be. So at the core of this thing is the 5.2 supercharged engine, uh, engine we know well from the GT500, which is the uh, premier Mustang, arguably the first Mustang supercar. Um, talk about putting that into a truck, uh, how, you, how, how uh, that's different than the Mustang and what you had to do to the truck uh, uh, to accommodate this big 700-horsepower uh, V8. Yeah, so you know that that Shelby um, that you that you speak of that you reference, you know, gets developed in the same building that we all kind of sit in, and and so we've it's a well understood uh, 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 engine. It's uh, um, we know it's immensely popular. The Shelby is a, a super super cool uh, vehicle. Um, and again, we we felt like there was a right time to put the 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 five two in the Raptor. That time was now because we had to make sure that um, we had a world class chassis in place, and we did that in the Gen three. So last year when we launched the Gen three, you know, um, with the, the 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 coil rear suspension, with the advanced shocks, with you know more wheel travel it, it was time then to accommodate the power that came with that uh the engine that the shelby was using once we actually got down to business and, and making it work in the you know in the raptor environment you know you, you look at the basic things of you know making something that is currently working in a two-door coupe work in a you know four by four off-road vehicle and I think there's a lot that comes with that, including making sure that, you know, your air intake system is correct and you're making sure your exhaust system is correct. And it's, you know, all designed to breathe and give the engine an opportunity to really perform. Um, and all that was, was, was you know, uh, undertaken by very skilled uh, engineers at Ford. And I'm super proud of what we're, what we're, uh, what we're revealing here. 
I, I'm uh, impressed by the weight. I mean, you, you guys have been uh, uh, really obsessive about weight uh, with this generation of F-150. The Raptors has uh, benefited from that. This is uh, approximately a 6,000-pound truck. You're only adding 100 pounds uh, with the addition of this V8 engine. Yeah, so we, we've... You know, we we understand uh, power to weight is still a really, really big deal. Um, and, you know, what's not being talked about, you know, today is maybe the, the benefit that we got, you know, five or six years ago when, you know, the platform migrated to an aluminum uh, aluminum body. That, that weight save still translates to uh, fantastic power to weight um, today when you bring all this power and you don't add that much weight. So... Um, the design of the um, of the 5.2, uh, even in the Shelby, right, is very efficient, is very weight efficient. And then when you bring it into a, an, you know, into an environment that already is pretty uh, lean with the, you know, the, the aluminum body, right, it makes for what I'm referring to, uh, it makes for a uh, nimble monster, if you will. You're going to have a lot of power and the truck just feels feels nimble. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, you look at the uh, at the at the standard R. The I mean, the standard Raptor. I guess the base uh, F-150 Raptor. We have to talk about it now, but that has an option of 37 uh, tires. You got 37s on this. You still have the uh, uh, the Fox shock, the setup. Otherwise, uh, pretty much uh, stays with the Raptor formula. Yeah, again, right, it's really that 37-inch configuration on the base Raptor, if we're calling it that, um, that, that that's kind of the start point for developing the Raptor R, because then it, that, if you have that configuration, um, that's where we kind of stack the motor, right, make the changes to the, to the air intake, make the changes to the, to the exhaust, you know, evaluate the driveline to ensure that, you know, the truck can handle the power and, and you know, you're off and running. That's that's effectively the, the, the recipe for a Raptor R. Yeah. Um, another thing that's interesting is uh, uh, you walk up to this truck, and it's not obviously different than a uh, than a standard F-150 uh, Raptor. That was uh, uh, on purpose on on your part. I mean, you, you could have made this thing uh, uh, crazy looking. You, you you chose to keep it kind of stealthy. Uh, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, just to, uh, again um, trying to have uh, some differentiation, but not over the top differentiation. Because that's not what this is about, right? This is, the the Raptor R is about again those those select customers that really value um, that extra power and really want the very very best Raptor, the very best capability that they can get out of a Raptor, and it's about that. And and if you already have a really good uh, EcoBoost version on 37s, then it's all about what's under the hood. Right, and so that's effectively what Raptor R is. Um, and so, when you get into a situation where you 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 know have a, a debate about do we want to make it uh, exceptionally different, and do you want to have over the top styling, and it doesn't need that. It, it's all about let's let's get out in the dirt, let's see how this thing does. Right, you have the power, you have a, a wonderful chassis, and that's what it's about. So we've chosen to give it a subtle. Uh, differences. Um, we, we, you know, we, we accentuate the R in Raptor to make it a Raptor R because that's what it is. Um, and we've chosen to kind of just give it a power dome vent on the hood 
because there's something special under the hood. Yeah. It's a menacing-looking thing. Uh, uh, you'll know it by the uh, small code orange R and, and tow hook accents uh, when you see this thing uh, come out this fall. You won't see it for long because it'll be by in a hurry. Tony Greco, product uh, uh, manager for the Raptor line, F-150 line. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need the Word Network. Not to the M Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 200 spots for $500, but they must air with a 30-day policy. That is only $2.50 per spot, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Mike Z at 248-357-4566, 248-357-4566, or email at M-I-K-E-Z at the wordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Vegetables in a Capsule, Changing the World One Life at a Time. I had no energy. For months and months and months, I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials, and, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. You're struggling with your mortgage. You think about it. You don't do anything but think about it. What are we going to do if we lose the house? Where are we going to go? At work. I can't let anybody find out. I'm so embarrassed. At dinner. How can I tell the kids? It's going to wreck their lives. And at 3 o'clock in the morning, 
I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get through this. What's going to happen to us? It's time to stop thinking. It's time to start dialing. Call 1-888-995-HOPE for a free government program that offers expert one-on-one -on -one advice about your mortgage options. I'm all alone. No, you're not. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.